So I'd love just to talk to you about, you know, your past, what brought you here today. Um, you and I met through through a member at the gym, you know, and I've been uh, very excited, been been a very happy member um, of the collective. Love that. Love the gym. Um, and I tell everybody I know about it for sure. So why don't you t introduce yourself and, and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Devin Lowe. Uh, I've been in Austin for about a decade now. So I feel my crossing over that OG line. You're getting there. You're getting I came there. from California, there. though. So, like, you know, I, I know it's, <laughs> you know, but I feel like I'm almost becoming a local, right? Yeah. I'm getting there. Um, yeah, I came out here originally with uh, my wife, who was from here. We met in San Diego in, in college. And, uh, yeah, it started in tech. I, I had a big fitness background, but when I came out here, it was for Google. Mm -hmm. Spent quite a bit of time with uh, them. Always been passionate about fitness, though. So, mm -hmm. like, side jobs or, you know, creating newsletters or little side hustles around fitness, very entrepreneurial while I yeah. was kind of at Google. And then uh, Lifetime Fitness came calling and really wanted uh, kind of leadership in, like, central Texas. So, you know, anywhere from, like, Dallas to Austin. It was a weird kind of region. Mm -hmm. And sadly... I took out Pure Austin, those those two clubs. Yes. That was part of my yes. merger and acquisition yeah. team that really, for a lifetime, that took over that. And so Collective was, funny enough, was like a part of me giving a little bit back to Austin of like, hey, mm -hmm. I know I took out the only premium gym. Let me let me yeah. put one back in here that's local. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And so how I got here, I mean, that was, I mean, that was a very quick 10-year run through, but Collective really was both that and then kind of an identity crisis. We're looking at mm -hmm. 2021 when this idea was starting to spur a little bit, the yep. end of the end of 2020. And I missed people. I missed, you know, everything was remote. And I was like, how do we get the people I want to be around back in around me? Right. Yeah. How do I reverse engineer that? Cool. I like working out. I like working. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, I want to be around people like that. And so yep. obviously yeah. collective was born a year later and, Rocking and rolling. Yeah, I remember the the whole takeover of Pure. Um, it helped me a little bit because my office is downtown, um, and I've been a, a member of Lifetime for years, and just just recently canceled my membership. Um, you know, stoked about that. You know, and it's kind of funny, and, and and one of the reasons why I did do that is because, you know, I look at the collective almost like the 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 bar cheers. Right, you walk in, everybody knows you. Um, or at least wants to get to know you. And that's, that's important to me. You know, you want to feel like you're a member of something. And uh, just as years have gone by, even as, as lifetime has grown, one of the things that, that annoyed me was walking around the gym and everybody's looking at the floor, they're looking at something else, but they'd be damned if they'll make eye contact with you. You know, and they just very reserved and, you know, no one really wanted to talk. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're going to talk the entire time you work out. Right. But there's something about friendliness. Right. You know, individuals that are actually happy to see you come there. And that was one of the biggest differences that I noticed in the establishment. What was what was the one thing that you wanted to take from like a lifetime to make something a little more exclusive? What was that one one or two things that you really wanted to lean into? Well, you know, what's funny about that, right? So Lifetime, you know, we were, and it was true. They like preached, you know, we needed to build community in, in these different departments. Mm -hmm. We we even had a thing where we looked at all the new members and how we could, you know, make their day a little better. There was no KPIs, though, around it. There was no behaviors, whereas mm -hmm. Lifetime was very data-driven. What a stud company. I mean, now that they're public, Brom and that team are just crushing from because yeah. they grade everything. Mm -hmm. Mike, I'm talking like cafe 
tours, like how, mu- how much time you spend in the cafe on wow. tour to do that. But they never graded community, right? Hmm. They never graded interaction between members. They said it. They said, hey, this would be great. They know the, the return. And that was always something I was really good at. So yeah. one of the biggest things I took away from Lifetime is, and my team knows this now, and anybody like that listens to this is going to be like, God, here goes Devin again. <laughs> I really believe in this, this Harvard Business Review called the Church Method, okay. right? And it basically states that if, if you're a, why churches are so good at like creating that, mm-hmm. if you can introduce one member of the church to another member of the church, if you're a new member and you get to meet uh, an existing member, you're 80% less likely to leave. Huh. It's very and, interesting. And I took that into business, and like any time somebody new would join the collective, I just wanted to l- ner- learn a little bit of the anecdotes about them. Sure, mm-hmm. we have the application process, so I get to learn that. But ultimately, like, great, Mike, you build custom homes, you do this thing, but like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And getting that like information, and then I go, man, you need to meet Khalil, mm-hmm. or you need to meet Brad, or you need to meet Simon, or whoever it might be. Yep. If you form a relationship, my hypothesis with this company is that, like, you won't leave us, right? Mm-hmm. The cost of being open for a gym means sometimes we're going to be dirty. We're not going to be, we're not going to have a cleaning person right after you go to the bathroom. And if you happen to miss, God forbid, yeah, and someone comes in behind you and they go, man, this place is dirty, mm-hmm. right? Even if it was like, you know, we're never going to be able to be perfect on that. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that we have to have these little wins of reasons why, man, I'm never leaving Collective. Exactly. My friends are here. My yeah. people are here. My community here. And that's what keeps you more than anything. And so mm-hmm. that was something I learned from Lifetime because they preached it a lot. Yeah. But we never had like KPIs around it. So uh-huh. now my team, when they when they sign somebody up, and you got to, I mean, I signed up, Jeremy and I signed the first 200 members, and now we're, you know, above 800, right? Yeah. And so now I go, cool, who'd they meet? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who are you going to introduce them to? Yep. Like, wh- how are you going to add something that they had no idea that they were getting? They're like, I'm joining a gym, and I got a friend. Yep. And I had no idea about that, right? And so we actually have, like, KPI, like, drivers towards connecting them to somebody else in the space. Yeah. Right? And that's a huge piece for us. No, so. absolutely. I've always uh, thought that, that relationships around business are what makes business successful at the end of the day. You know, I have clients that, that – I built houses for 15, 20 years ago that I still have relationships with. And everything is based on relationship because nothing can say more about your business than a referral. You can pay for ads. You can pay for, you know, Instagram things, all sorts of stuff. But nothing's going to come across like it does as a personal referral. And so uh, relationships are huge. So to see that in a gym um, atmosphere is huge. But... I feel like I'm downplaying what this is. This isn't just a gym, you know, and what you've created is phenomenal. You know, what else do you guys offer other than just a place to work out? We, we, we think about it in a way that what, how can we keep you there and like optimize your life, not mm-hmm. just your health, right? We're going to do that great. So how can I optimize your life? We have a you know state of the art facility, which we talked about all the gym equipment you can imagine classes, you're, your standard gym side of the house, mm-hmm. right? And then we have a whole recovery suite. So, you know, cold plunge, saunas, compression, all those different things. Another piece of the health that makes us a little different is we have a full-fledged medical practice inside of our facility. What do you mean by that? We mean that, you know, all the way 
from the basics of blood work up to concierge medicine and everything in between. So, you know, we do hormone therapy, peptide therapy. We do concierge medicine, transformation, women's hormones, Mm -hmm. you name it. As long as we can kind of diagnose it and, and, you know, make a recommendation, we're going to do that, right? Now, we're not going to perform surgery and stuff. We prefer a lot of things out. Mm -hmm. But if you're somebody that's looking to, like, optimize and, like, type, like, have objective measures to go after, the Mm -hmm. only true way to do that is like understanding your biology. 100%. And so once we brought that in, that was a huge kind of multiplier for us. And I think to your point of like the people that followed, they were all people that wanted to like optimize and be successful in their own way. And that just created this community of very, I would call them killers. Right? Yeah, there's they're some, beasts. There's some they're killers beasts. in there in business and in, in the professional sports world yeah. and you name it. I mean, it's, it's fun to be around. So, well, and it's a community that, that you want to aspire to be better. And that's what I love about it as well. I leave there, um, with the knowledge and with the intent and to be better, right. Whether it's physically, mentally, from a business standpoint, things of that nature, that's what I love about it as well. But to even go back to your peptide, um, comment, I, I've been taking peptides, uh, roughly six months or so and to find true information on it is almost impossible granted you can google anything you want but just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that it's the truth right and to have somebody that can help you walk through those things dependent on your goals and your needs is huge and especially to have that under one roof is is insane so i'm stoked about that as a member and want to get involved in that deeply we think about it as like your care team, right? So any, anything you would do previous to collective, it would be fractured. You would go to your doctor, then you would go maybe to your trainer, and then you would go to your, like, you know, holistic medicine person, and mm-hmm. then you would go to your massage therapist, right? It was all fractured. Mm-hmm. We think of our care team as like that whole group communicates with one another. So your, you know, your MD, your nurse practitioner, whoever's like building protocol for you is going to chat with your trainer. Who's, mm-hmm. And so it's not just a one size fits all. It's not just this one thing you do. We go, hey, Mike, what's your goal? Yep. Great. There's this peptide that might help you with that. But mm-hmm. also, you know, if you're trying to put on lean body mass, we're going to we're going to diagnose it and like look at you on a screen. We literally do this once a week where, mm-hmm. hey, this is Mike. This is his goals. And then the trainer and the nurse practitioner communicate on a solution that's going to be best for you. That's the only place that that's happening in the country. Right. Because normally that's happening in a medical practice happening in an office Mm -hmm. and then you're trying to transfer that information or sometimes maybe they can email that but they're not like working together on a solution and so that's what's special yeah and in in truth be told how many times if you're trying to do this on your own with all of those practitioners that are separate how many times does something get lost in translation you never know right how do you measure that and to have that under one roof, I would think that the the goals that you're looking to achieve can be achieved faster because of clear cut communication. I mean, that's I mean, that's our hypothesis, right? Like yeah. that, that's what we believe. And to your point, like it's a lot. Even our stuff's a lot. Like when you when you get the blood work back, and mm-hmm. when you, we do a comprehensive panel, like there's a lot of information that comes back. It could be overwhelming. There's always yeah. a scary. There's always something that's like, oh my goodness, what's going on with my hemoglobin mm-hmm. one? You, you know what I mean? There's yeah. always something that's going to be a little off. Having that information that goes right to your coach or right to the person else that you're working with, mm-hmm. and then having a conversation about it because it's not just the number; it's also the behaviors and the goals, and that's what gets lost in translation. Yeah. If you were to try to do that on your own, you would bring it to your coach and you would kind of play the game of telephone, like, well, she said this was okay, yeah. and. I guess we can worry about this and 
whatever, mm-hmm. right? You, you wouldn't, yep. They wouldn't get the full story. And so we try to eliminate that. And, and ultimately, we try to eliminate it, and we try to make it super ac- accessible for you to accomplish your goal. Yeah. Right? That's the whole meaning of it. And you know? to have it all under one roof. You know, something that you have not mentioned yet is a co-working space. And yes. something that's huge for me is I don't have to worry about if I'm in the gym and it's 8 o'clock in the morning, but I've got an 8.30 call, I know that I can pause go somewhere else, take that phone call and go back to my workout. I've never been able to do that ever. And so what that does for me is it frees more time up because as an entrepreneur and doing what I do, I don't know where I'm going to be at the end of every day or during the day. You know, I live by my calendar, but that doesn't, that rarely sticks just because you're dealing with clients and buildings and, you know, uh, city inspectors, stuff like that. My, my day constantly changes. But if I know that I can do things at the same time while I'm working out and while I'm trying to become better, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we that was part of that like reverse engineering of like getting who what type of person we wanted to be around. That's what Jeremy and I's original thought was was like, I think we wanted the person, and this was totally by like luck, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people told us the co-working was a bad idea because you've been up there. It's not like it doesn't have yeah. the collective brand. I mean, it is very much like functional co-working. It's not a lounge. Yes. It's not a. It's not this cool. I mean, it's nice, but yeah. it's not like it's not like what you would see in our gym. It's very functional. It is hot mm-hmm. desk. It is phone booths. It is people working. Right. Yeah. Like that is it. Right. Absolutely. And we wanted people to like see that, see the recovery, see the gym, see the medical practice, and go, "Oh my goodness, this is my spot." Because we yep. assumed that that person was like doing cool shit in their life mm-hmm. or doing big stuff because they were like, oh my goodness, this could optimize so much of my schedule and my time to allow me to do other things. And we think that we want to be around that pe- those type of people. 100%. Right? And to that point, that also breeds intrigue. If you see someone working, curiosity you know, is going to come over you and you're going to be like, I wonder what they're doing. And you're going to introduce yourself. You're going to talk to them, you know, and that's what I see that it's brought. You know, the collective, I have um, what I think your answer may be, but why did you name it the collective? I mean, we, I mean, so it's two, it's twofold, right? So Jeremy, my, my co-founder was going through like a mark. He was getting his MBA. He uh-huh. was taking a marketing class and, and I got to give him credit. I like to try to take full credit, but there is there's a piece of it that's Jeremy's where he was like, hey, K is a strong thing. And I will mm-hmm. tell you, some of the names we started with, I don't even want to say them on here. They're just like not good. It's almost embarrassing. But then we, we were really like, what are we trying to do here? We knew we were like the, before the building was built, before any, the idea was gym, co-working, recovery, medical practice, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're just, we're, we're basically how we're four walls that house like kind of the inspiration or the people to like live their lives to the fullest. Right. And so it was the group. It was the community. It was the all all of the people. It was all of us. It was the collective, mm-hmm. right? And then we just put the, put the K on the front because yeah. Jeremy's MBA teacher told him that was a good idea to have a K for a brand. And, and it's stop. working. <laughs> and it's working. Yeah. You know, it's working well. Yeah. And that's how I see it is it's a collective of, of great people, of great relationships, of great products, of great services, and it keeps growing. And that's what's exciting. You know, the things that can be coming and the things that, that may be coming down the road for you. What are some of the things that, that you're excited about in the next year, two years even? I mean, 
obviously the the expansion of offerings and services. So medical has been kind of a, a year in the make, six months to a year. We've been mm-hmm. baby testing it for about a year. We're we're almost ready to roll it out. You know, it's it's a big deal. You got to get a lot of legal stuff. There's just a lot of red tape when it comes to medical. Yeah. So obviously expanding those offerings is huge. Mm-hmm. The next big jump will be getting into new markets, right? And okay. we're excited about the potential new market that we've you know, I can't really say quite yet, yep. but we, I think a lot of people can assume, and there's been a lot of talk in the community. And once something leaks out into the collective, as you know, mm-hmm. it just spreads like wildfire. Yeah. Um, but as we expand, seeing how this translate in other markets is going to be kind of a big, you know, information grab for us, right? Yeah. We're really going to learn what we're good at and what we're not. And I think that's really exciting to get back in the seat. Mm-hmm. If we take a step back, like, you know, like collective now is this cool thing. It's got this vibe. We got celebrity clients, professional athletes. But when we first started, like we were, I mean, we were like nobody. Everyone yeah. thought we were crazy, right? Because it was coming right off of COVID. And it was all about like connected fitness and nobody was going back to the gyms. And mm-hmm. and like everybody thought it was like a bad idea. Yeah. And so like I got to give a lot of credit to like those first few coaches, right? Yeah. Like they... I think about that a lot and we've done, I've done some interviews recently and I just don't think they get the, the credit they should, because like we have some big name coaches, Eric, Kelly, Tim, Ryan, like, like the people that were with us in the beginning when we were like, not shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And they believed in us. I mean, granted yep. we sold our, like, we're like, please trust us. This is yes. going to be a thing. Right. But I, I don't think they get enough credit just cause I mean, they weren't making the money they were making before, but they believed in, kind of what we were trying to do and they're a huge part of our brand yeah and so from a people aspect i'm excited for that new group it's almost like the new class gets to come in because we've Mm -hmm. had it's been the it's been the ogs for a long time kind of doing our thing i'm excited to share the brand with like the new class and teach them our ways and you know get get involved with them and what they're interested in so that's really exciting yeah that's one of the things i'm glad you brought up is the trainers that you have elite are ungodly i mean the it's funny khalil actually got me to to join the collective and was in my eye like hot pepper for a while um and and totally glad i did my first training session was with rain you know and uh that man is a beast you know and um it was kind of funny you know khalil thought it was it was going to be hilarious you're not going to be able to walk for days he's going to kill you and and, and Rain, t- I I had expressed that to him, and he goes, "Yeah, idiots can make you hurt. I'm here to 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 help you and and help your performance." And I was like, "Wow!" But even to see him, to see Sandy, to see Kelly, you know, Ben, Cass, everybody that's in there is phenomenal, and they, they all have their 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 expertise. Even you they, know, they are a brand, right? Like I've always been, you know, Jeremy and I always known that we were going to be coach first, mm-hmm. right? We wanted, we want to give them the opportunity to make more money here than they ever would. Right. Yeah. So we're aggressive with our splits in, in yep. their favor because we, we know they're such a big part of the, like the ethos of the club. Yes. They're kind of the celebrities. You talk about mm-hmm. Ben and Cass, they came over from Equinox and just immediately stepped in as like, I mean, just tr- true studs, like just yep. ballers immediately. And it's hard yep. to step into collective. They're, there's an intimidating piece of being a new coach in yeah, that space. I bet. But like someone like those two, they came in, were like, no, we're the best. Yep. And I've said this in many trainer meetings, and it's very, it's very true and it's very authentic. But I, you know, I've literally said, 
to all my coaches, if you don't think you're the baddest motherfucking coach in this building, mm-hmm. you're probably not in the right place because you want you want that confidence in them. And they all have that. And if you don't, you will get snuffed out by them. Because they, they, Sandy, Eric, Rain, you know. They're beasts. Like, they're, they're, they will, they expect you to be good because you're part of their brand. Wait, you're a trainer in collective and I'm a trainer in collective. You better step your game up right now. You know what I mean? So I love that. Yeah. And, and, and no disrespect to any trainers outside of there. However, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference in trainers from there in lifetime and things like that. And, and I noticed that right out of the gate, you know, and to your point that that's not necessarily your bread and butter, but that's part of your brand. That's, that's what's so huge about it, you know, and you would think it'd be intimidating, but it's not because they're very welcoming, yes. very welcoming, which I thought is, is phenomenal. Well, coaching's changing. Like there, there's, there's great coaches out there that can perform like, the science, the programming, all mm-hmm. those things. There's amazing coaches out there that could step into collective and be just as educated or just as good on that side of the house. Mm-hmm. We treat them like talent. Yep. Like if you're going to step in, you, you kind of have to have a big personality. You're dealing with celebrity clients. You're dealing with, yeah. you know, people that could be a little hard to deal with sometimes. Yeah. So you need to match that energy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, you know, I got to give a lot of, you know, for Eric. I don't know if you've got to spend a lot of time with Eric. I haven't, but I, I've seen some of his my, stuff lately. My little five seven, five eight Italian yeah. stallion is got all the confidence in the world. Yeah. Right. And he is such a huge part of the brand because his expectations for himself and his clients is just high. Right. Yeah. He doesn't he, he he's just incredible with that. And yeah. that is very much like our brand, right? You can't mm-hmm. you, you can't just be a good coach. You got to be a good person. Exactly. You got to be fun to be around and you got to be engaging and entertaining and enjoyable. Right. And so that's a standard for us. Yeah. And that's one of the things too, you know, each one of these trainers has their own social media and things like that. And you actually realize they're human. Like you see these guys and they, I mean, they're, they're specimens, you know, but they're human. It's kind of funny. Sandy's doing a thing now, I guess, uh, of trying to do the splits in 30 days. Yes. So in seeing that, you know, you look at that and you go, she's human. Right. And, and everybody's not perfect as it everything. And to see that um, from day one to, to, to whenever she ends up is pretty, pretty m- remarkable, I think. It's and she's going to do it. Even oh, though she's it, gonna. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, starting from zero, basically. Yeah. But she's determined. But it's good to see that. It's mm-hmm. good to see that, you know, in, in including everybody in there. No one's perfect, you know, but as a collective, you're there to be made better. Exactly. And that's what's tremendous. So. I really appreciate you taking the time yeah. with me. It was great to learn a little bit more about you and the collective. And uh, here's to here's to here's to the future, my friend. In liquid sir. death, too. Thank you, guys.